Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri. Alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren, here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back, everybody, to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Today is Friday, September 9th, and Missouri football is 1-0 on the year. They defeated La Tech 52-20. We wrapped that game up or recapped that game last week. Um, but this week, we are starting things off previewing a little Kansas State action. Um, and Kenny Payton, how are you guys doing first and foremost before I introduce our, our expert that we brought on to help us break down Mizzou K-State? I'm doing fine for now, Knowlton. Uh, my weekend is likely to be ruined by the teams I choose to root for. But, um, you know... For now, we're good. Very nice. Yeah, we're alive. Uh, going to <laughs> Topeka, Kansas uh, with Kyle, who's about to talk here in a second. But we're going to Topeka right after this. Yeah. I'm not excited for that. You're not excited for Topeka? What no. Have you found anything fun to do? No. I saw one. Saw some, I think it was Gabe DeArmond tweeted. It was like, this restaurant is is probably one of the best. So it's not a good sign that there's a lot of lot going on. In Topeka. Probably one of the best. Probably one of the best. And in, for Topeka. Yeah, and it's a chain restaurant. I don't, remember, I don't remember what it's called. You actually just sit in a cornfield and just like munch on some corn husks, and that's oh, it. Oh, I get it. Good one. Just to introduce the guest. <laughs> um, we will we'll introduce our guest. As Kenny mentioned, his first name is Kyle. It's Kyle Pinnell, uh, fellow MU football beat writer, along with. Kenny Van Doren. Uh, he's also our classmate. He's, he is also our classmate. Um, friend of the show and now a first-time guest. Kyle, welcome to The Unwritten Rule. Hello, long-time listener, first-time caller, guys. There it is. <laughs> oh, Beautiful. It. For, I've always wanted to say that. Thanks for having me on. But, but yeah, Peyton, I, I definitely see where you're coming from with um, the disappointment in the teams you choose to root for. Mm-hmm. That is, unfortunately, my life philosophy. And, yeah, I have no clue what we're going to do in Topeka. But, but yeah, it's, it's uh, awesome to be able to join you guys to talk a little bit about Missouri football and, and their game tomorrow against K-State. Yeah, um, we're, we're excited to have you on, get an expert analysis. First and foremost, though, of course, how excited are you to be in Topeka? Well, let's just say we might take the safe option and opt for barbecue in Kansas City on the way. But who knows? That's still a work in progress. I'm thrilled to be able to get to Topeka I mean, the way I'm looking at it, guys, Topeka's not going to be great, but at least we're not driving five hours tomorrow morning to Manhattan, so there's that. There you go. We do know one who is doing that. Unfortunate, unfortunate soul there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Kenny, Kyle, I guess we should let you you guys take it away. You you two have obviously been writing um, all season so far for Mizzou football. Um, what are your, I guess, first impressions of, of this game and what Mizzou can expect uh, to see when they when they take on K State and Manhattan on Saturday. Kyle, you can go first if you, you want. Okay, I can start. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Looking at, at this game uh, against K State, I'm intrigued. You can't get a lot away or take a lot away from Missouri playing Louisiana Tech and Kansas State playing South Dakota. I mean, you really can't. Uh, um, Kansas State didn't throw for for very many yards, but they played South Dakota and they still won 34 nothing. So how much did we learn about that? And because if you're Missouri, number one ground deep, rushing defense in the country after week one, holding uh, Louisiana Tech to just eight yards, they go against a uh, consensus All-American. He was an All-American last year in Deuce Vaughn in what should probably be uh, a game with some rain involved. So I think, like, how much can you take away? Is it, is it going to be Kansas State? Are they going to be able to find their passing game uh, that we didn't see last weekend? and exploit the one weakness, quote-unquote, that Missouri had in week one. Uh, I, I don't think Missouri will, will give up three three touchdowns of at least 35 yards again, but but like who knows? And, and so I think it's still so early in the season. Both teams are feeling out where they want to be. I think it's a relatively even, even matchup, and so we'll really get to learn something tangible about this Missouri team tomorrow in whatever way that looks like. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a test for both sides. Um, I like what you said. You can't really take much from last week. Uh, Mizzou and K-State were both in the top five in rushing yards alone um, in the NCAA last week against, you know, cupcake teams. But um, when you look at what K-State's running with, you know, Deuce Vaughn is a top five running back in the country. Pretty big deal. Um, When we were at a press conference the other day, 
in the defensive meeting room, there's a picture of Deuce Vaughn and it says, don't let 22 get past you. And so it's, it's just kind of an interesting thing. You know, everyone in there is thinking about Deuce Vaughn. That was the biggest question like all week about like how are they going to stop Deuce Vaughn. And you look at last season, one of the worst rushing defenses in the country in Missouri. This year it looks a little bit better. Uh, the, front, uh, the front seven is more experienced, especially with the transfers on the defensive line. Uh, but looking at this game, I think it's a, I think it's a one-score game at the end of it. And if, if it really becomes a two-score game, it's just Kansas State sneaks one last field goal or touchdown at the end of the game to really push them over the edge. Um, but I think K-State's taking this by at least a touchdown. Um, a question I have, obviously the big thing is can Missouri's uh, defense contain Deuce Vaughn? Um, but another thing I think we need to re- – like that should be asked is Brady Cook last week, you know, he made the throws he was asked to make. He didn't throw downfield a whole ton. Um, and I think a lot of that was by design. He, they were against uh, Louisiana Tech. They didn't have to break out the whole playbook and leave it all on the field there. Um, but I think this is a bit bigger of a game. I think it's everyone would agree with that. Um, so do you think we'll see maybe more of a – just maybe more – of an open playbook for Brady Cook or even just the offense in general? I, I mean, I think there's going to have to be more of an open playbook. Again, you look at the conditions of this game, it doesn't set up ideally for airing the ball out um, like, like it might if, if the temperature or, or like the weather was nicer, if there wasn't as much rain. I'm going to come back to that. But I, I think you should see that. You, you see Eli Drinkwitz putting Luther Burton in a wildcat position multiple times. I think you definitely see that more against the Wildcats. Pun completely intended there. But <laughs> when you when you look at when you look at Missouri's offense, I really liked what the wide receiver room did last week. Dominic Lovett, I think, continues to go um, kind of under the radar and just in the middle of the field. He, he had a really good game against Louisiana Tech. Luther Burns going to be there, but yeah, I think for Brady Cook, it'll be if Missouri's going to win this game, they're going to need to to make some completions. And find Luther Burden when he's open as, as well, further down the field than in the backfield. Because against uh, Louisiana Tech, there was uh, a few throws that maybe were a little bit outside for for Luther Burden. He, he finished with, I believe, 43 yards receiving. I think he could have had a lot more had, had there been a few more connections. So, so yeah, I think the playbook needs to be open for for Brady Cook. I think this will be a, a significant test, and we'll see what happens when when Missouri is forced to uh, go go to the air a little more than just relying on the running game. Um, Kyle, you spoke with Kellis Robinet of the uh, Kansas City Star. He's the beat writer for K-State. Uh, what were some things you learned about the K-State team from him that many people might not know? Yeah, I, I think just kind of looking through and listening to the press conferences out of K-State this last week, uh, Coach Chris Kleiman over there mentioned, you know, he was talking to the beat reporters of how they know, like, their game plan and, and game style has changed since last year um, and in a small and more subtle way. And so I asked Kellis about that. And, you know, he, he talked about it being a tempo thing. This is still a K-State team that wants to, to put the ball in the ground, obviously, rush rush the ball um, and, and, and defend. And, and they have all the tools to do that and, and control the time of um, possession, control the clock. They do it faster now. There were times this last week where the camera was trying to go to replay, but they couldn't because K-State was back at the line. So you're going to see a lot more running, but it's going to be up-tempo. It's not just going to be a slow run 20-play drives and, and try and bleed the entire clock. I definitely thought that was interesting. The other big thing, just like Missouri's worried about Deuce Vaughn, um, or as worried as you can potentially be preparing for any opponent, it's the same for K-State with Luther Burden, their, their coaching staff over there has named him by name in some of these press conferences, uh, which is something that is relatively rare. And, and, and so they're, they're fully aware of, of Burden and what, pre, uh, what threat he presents uh, for K-State as, as well. So I think those are a couple of things um, coming from the, the Kansas State perspective. And then, of course, it's going to be a, a final note there, the second consecutive sellout uh, at Bill Snyder Family Stadium uh, in its – it hadn't, it hadn't sold out since pre-COVID before the home opener last week. So a second consecutive one there should make for a fun game. Nice. Um, and you said you said it's going to be pretty rainy. I haven't looked at the conditions. Is that going to is that going to affect player? You said airing it out with Brady Cook and and Burden. I I, I don't. Yeah, it, it looks like from what I saw unofficially, it looks like 
um, 0.36. Um, as far as the rain gauge total is what they're projecting. But it's supposed to really start around 9 a.m. and go all afternoon through 10 p.m. at night. I don't know if it's going to be heavy or not. I, they do know that figures to be some rain there that could could impact uh, a little bit about what both teams want to do. So I would expect the ball to be on the ground maybe a little more than normal. Um, and, and that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. Who knows? Maybe there's there's no rain tomorrow and and it'll be it'll be nice. But but for now I'm kind of going to to Manhattan expecting it to be the conditions to kind of be subpar and both teams having to deal with that. And so whichever team is better equipped for that. Of course, you got solid running backs on, on both sides. Um, I, I think it could play at least a little bit of a role in, in this game in some chaotic way. Um, I, I didn't know about this until I just looked it up. I was looking through someone's Twitter, but Colin Klein is the OC at Kansas oh, State. Yeah. I had no oh idea. Gosh, is he really? I didn't know that. I someone told me that. Someone told that. me that yesterday. I totally forgot. To, <laughs> like the to Colin that. Klein. Yeah, like yeah the, the Colin one that Klein. Was really good. The yeah. one that was like a twenty-six-year-old starting quarterback. Him and Tyler wow. Lockett. Yeah. I did not know that. So he's the OC, and so he has like a new offensive vision, according to this article I was reading. But um, him and Adrian Martinez are actually the same age. <laughs> that actually would be funny. He's 32 now, which is crazy to think. Um, that's a good thing, though. I was going to ask about Adrian Martinez. Uh, his nickname is 9 a.m. because his number is 9, what? and he's <laughs> oh, Adrian, Marti- Adrian and Martinez. Every single game he plays is in the morning. That's, uh, that's cringe. I'm not going to lie. I'm, so, I'm not a fan. So, Kyle, I don't know how much research you've done, Adrian Martinez, or what you talked, you know, in full about him. But um, when you when you look at his career, you know, he has a lot of interceptions, uh, touchdowns. I even got like Kyle and I got an email from a reader saying it's like every four touchdowns he has, he also has three interceptions. Wow. He also gets sacked at a high rate, especially he got sacked three times last week against South Dakota State or South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at him, how much of a threat do you think he plays in that offense? Yeah, I, I mean, 9 a.m. is an interesting nickname. As you guys have, have discussed, that is the time that my family will be watching Mizzou football if they decide to at all on the West Coast um, tomorrow. But but jokes aside, you know, kind of listening to the post-game press conference after that South Dakota game for K-State, there were a lot of questions asked about him, again, only airing it out for 53 yards. Um, they're try- they see him more as a, a game manager at least for what it's worth, it was only his first first game at, at K-State, so this will be a second game. Um, after transferring from, from Nebraska, they used his legs a little bit. They, they like how he can get outside the pocket, extend plays a little, maybe even in that Brady Cook type of uh, role when you think of, from a Missouri perspective, what you see from Brady Cook. I mean, we haven't seen too much of him, him yet, and, and this will be a good test for him from the Kansas State's perspective of going against a Missouri defense um, and, and having to air the ball out a little more against against the Power 5 opponent. So I think definitely looking at his legs, they were just trying to get him comfortable into the scheme. Uh, there were a lot of questions that um, Kleiman fielded about him and after that game. But, yeah, he went 11 for 15 for, for 53 yards. Um, and, and all of Kansas State's rush, uh, touchdowns came on the ground, I do believe. So interesting stat line. I think it's an interesting storyline to watch. And, and you go back to you go back to Klein, I mean – he, he was a starting quarterback for the Wildcats the last time these two teams played back in 2011. <laughs> That's crazy to think. Honestly, it's been over like it's been over a decade yeah. since these two teams played. Um, last, last question, though, Kyle. Uh, you know, we, we'd like to hear a score prediction from you. Oh, yeah. um, I already know what your score prediction is. I read it uh, today, but go ahead and tell everybody. Yeah, I'm going to try and remember what, what I put for that score prediction. I'm pretty sure... I put 31-27 for Kansas State. Um, Kenny, if, if you have that pulled up, I really should know that I've been all over the place. But, yeah, that's kind of how I think it, it plays out. I think it's going to be low 30s, high 20s. Could I see it going in the other direction too? Yes, I can. It, it, it reminds me a lot of, of that Boston College game from, from last year where Boston College won uh, in, in overtime. So that was a kind of a chaotic game in front of a large crowd. I expect the same in Manhattan. I, I just kind of what I wrote, and, and you, you guys will be able to read eventually um, with, with that. I Again, we don't know much about either of these two teams. This is a Missouri team that's won two road games under Eli Drinkwitz. Is this going to be road win number three? Maybe if this game was in week five or six. Um, obviously, that's impossible, but to get more of a feel of what this Missouri team is, maybe, maybe I flip it to, in Missouri's direction, but right now I don't know enough other than the underlying statistic of this team just hasn't been able to win road games very consistently under Drinkwitz. Maybe this is the season that changes. And again, we'll find find out a little bit more about about them tomorrow. 
Um, yeah, you actually got to correct him. I was reading your thing again. You pretty much said the same stuff on your. <laughs> so he, he just you don't have to read the paper tomorrow. There isn't a paper, but yeah. you don't have to read it. Um, <laughs> still, don't read it. <laughs> still don't have to read it. Uh, we're gonna keep you on though, Kyle. If you'd like to stay on for a few more minutes, uh, we're gonna do some NFL predictions. We're gonna jump into that. Uh, do you have the time to do it? Of course, yeah. Why not? Okay, uh, let's do some NFL predictions. Yeah. Uh, Peyton, you want to hit this off? Sure. Uh, so last night, obviously, we got our first look at Josh Allen and the Bills. The They came into the season as Super Bowl favorites. Uh, they looked absolutely phenomenal. So that'll be my first NFL prediction for the season. I do think Josh Allen will be winning MVP this year. I'm not going to make a Super Bowl prediction, I don't think, just yet. But I'm going to say Josh Allen. I think Justin Herbert will be second place. Ooh, you think Herbert's I second? I do think Herbert will be in second. Um. I'll go fast because I'll just echo Peyton. I also think it's going to be Josh Allen. And I have the Bills winning the Super Bowl. I think Davis Mills is going to have a pretty good season. He's going <laughs> to compete with them. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think Josh Allen is a is, – he's the favorite, and I think he's a lock. I think last night you just – you also saw how complete that team is, uh, the Bills team. And if it's like – if it's anything like the 90s, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they lost four times in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, if if I have to choose a team right now, it'd be the it'd be the Bills. I would agree. So with you'd that. go Josh Allen MVP. Josh Allen MVP and the Super Bowl. Kyle, you can make a clean yeah. sweep. I mean, I'll get there in a second. I really do hope we're returning to the '90s because if you guys <laughs> probably remember two two of those years, they lost to the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. No, I am not going to predict the Cowboys playing the Bills in this year's Super Bowl. I think the Bills are a lot more likely to make it. And yes, I'll make it a sweep, kind of getting around to that. Uh, Josh Allen's just so good. We saw how complete of a team they are, kind of, as you mentioned, Kenny, in that game against, against the Rams, just running them out of their own stadium and just solid in every facet of the game. It, it's going to be fun to watch them this year. Uh, and, yeah, I probably have them, have them going to the Super Bowl. And who do you have for MVP? Allen? Yeah, probably not, <laughs> probably not the same. Usually goes to if he has the season that uh, we all think he's going to have, it's going to be hard for him not to win that award. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, should do rookie of the year? Sure. Rookie of the year, Peyton, start it off. This is a tough one because there's no quarterback um, that's in this year uh, that's going to, like, start right away. I can read you the uh, the betting odds. Yeah, what are the odds? I'm curious. Uh, Kenny Pickett is plus 700. Really? Drake London plus 800. So Kenny Pickett is the favorite. Chris Olave plus 900. Wow. Or, Or, sorry, Chris Olave and Brees Hall are also both plus 800, and Traylon Burks is plus 900. Burks could get a lot of playing time. This is a tough one because there's not really a dominant standout rookie that could take over like there was with Jamar Chase or even Devontae Smith or something like that last year. I will actually, I think the one bright spot that will come out of the Atlanta Falcon season will be Drake London. I wasn't super-duper high on him in the draft. I thought Garrett Wilson was better. I still kind of think that, but... He's going to have a more stable quarterback situation. It'll either be Mariota or Ritter, whereas who knows when Zach Wilson's going to come out of uh, come off his injury. So right now I'll say Drake London. Kenny? Um, I don't, I don't want to drag this one out, but Damian Pierce. Okay. All right. Kyle. Running back Texans. <laughs> Hard-nosed runner. Hard-nosed runner. That's a good one. Kyle, you got a rookie yeah, of the year? I mean – it's intriguing for me, uh, Traylon Burks, um, and, and just because of the opportunity, he's probably going to end up getting with A.J. Brown no longer on the Titans. Uh, really, at this point, it's a crapshoot. It's an opportunities game and, and how these coaches use, use players. I'm going to go with Burks, but my NFL um, knowledge of the entire league isn't where it probably should be at this point of the season after you know being so, um, so into Missouri football at this point. I'm sure Kenny, um, you kind of, know where I'm coming from on that, but I'm going to go with Burks, long story short, on, on the rookie of the year. Nice. Prediction. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think they'll so try bad. And they'll force the ball to Burks yeah. a lot. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which, which is beneficial for him. Yeah. Uh, I'm picking Chris Olave as my rookie of the year. Um, it's bold considering it, he's fifth on the depth. It is, right it is bold. <laughs> who, kn- who knows? You know what? I'm doing it purely because I, I watched him burn the Big Ten for years and years and years. He's the third best and odds. Actually, second best. He's post, tied with Drake London. Post-LASIK Jameis will find him the ball somehow he'll make it he'll make it work i agree um what other what other ones do we want to do defensive rookie of oh, the yeah. year yeah really what uh i hadn't actually thought of this one <laughs> <laughs> do you want the odds that will that help 
Aiden Hutchinson I, plus four four fifty. You know what? Walker plus six fifty. This is the one time I'll be a homer. I think Jaquan Brisker will win. He's not even on the list. Yeah, I don't care. He, he doesn't even have an awesome odds. Awesome in the one uh, preseason game. He oh, played. never mind. He has plus eight thousand. Yeah, that's <laughs> put your money in. He is going to be phenomenal. I I also Aiden Hutchinson or Trayvon Walker or Kayvon Thibodeau. My actual pick would probably be Kayvon Thibodeau if I had to pick, but I'm gonna go with Jaquan Brisker. I don't want to be a homer here, but uh, I'm going to take Derek Stingley. Okay. Derek Stingley. I forgot you drafted him. I'm not gonna lie. I, I didn't how. draft him. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, okay, Nick Casario. Kyle, Kyle. you got. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm going to be a homer in, in a different way. I'll take Thibodeau as well. Don't like the design scheme he plays for. Obviously, hope he doesn't do it against the Cowboys. Uh, if you guys don't know, I'm a Cowboys fan, so that's why I keep going back to them. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. But an Oregon that. product. Yeah, an, an Oregon product. I, I'm from Oregon. I saw him play a little bit in the Pac-12. He's, he's an incredible player. So you know what? Why not? I'll just throw Thibodeau out there for for my candidate. And I'll be I'll be boring. I'll go with best odds. Aiden Hutchinson, hometown hero, Michigan th- to Detroit. I think we should do one more. Okay. Uh, head coach of the year. Oh, coach of the year. Okay. Uh, Peyton, yeah, coach. <sighs> um, you know what? I think. Brandon Staley is going to be on a bit of a revenge tour. I think the Chargers are going to the playoffs. He's going to. He has the best wrong. odds. He's very. He's a smart dude. I don't know. I know people didn't love what happened at the end of Week 18 last year, but I still believe in him. I think Brandon Staley's very smart. He will win it. Um, he's never won one before. He's been a coach for a long, long time. It is Lovey Smith's year. He oh actually did. God. He won NFL Coach of the Year in 2005. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes really? 17 years ago, That's he did. Yeah. Sometimes you have to go backwards to go forward, and he's going to get it here. Give it to Lovey Smith, head God coach of the year. this show if Jeff Fisher ever gets a job. That's all, all <laughs> oh, we'll talk about for an hour. Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher, head coach of Mizzou in 2028. Oh, oh gosh. Kyle. Let's, let's not go with that. I, I did not <laughs> need to hear that today. Uh, you know, I'm just going to be very, very boring here. I'm going to go with the Bills coach, Sean McDermott. Just, again, if we think also Bills are going to be one. as good as they are, I, I think that's a, a solid pick for someone that was just asked for the first time this year who the coach of the year might be. So I'll go with that for now. And maybe I'll adjust it later, but, but I'll take that um, on the record. Um, I will go... Nathaniel Hackett for the Broncos. Reloading with <laughs> Russell Wilson. Win the West. What do you mean? What are you laughing at? He doesn't have a cool beard like Lovey Smith does. That's he's true. He's bald. <laughs> oh, he's bald. Oh, I'm changing my pick. Uh, uh, Mike McCarthy. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's go back to Nate. Nate no, Hackett. I'll be I'll be Nathaniel Hackett. Run it back with Russell Wilson. Um, Who's old? Went out of the out of the Packers system um, with Lafleur. I I got a good feeling. I'll we go just got him. a text that said, uh, Jack, you're going to be bald in ten years. That's yeah, probably from my father. <laughs> No, it's Let's not. Let's go, Mr. Nolan. It's not? No. Who said it? I don't know. It's, I've never had this number text oh. us before. So. Might be one of your friends. That was a quick one, though. Could have been. Quick quick text. Uh, <laughs> quick text. It was they knew I the number. Whoever, whoever was knew the number. I, I made it up. Oh. All right. So you, oh, okay. Let's kick it to a break. All right. We'll <laughs> kick it to a break. Uh, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us uh, and, and giving your insight to K-State. Best of luck in Manhattan. Glad you guys will stay out of the rain in the, in the press box, hopefully. Um... And, uh, yeah, we'll kick it to a quick break. That was Kyle Pinnell, Missouri and MU football beat writer, alongside our own Kenny Van Doren. Um, when we come back, we'll have quick hits on the other side. It is currently 323 Central Time here in Columbia. Back in a minute. Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. We just got done talking a little Kansas State Mizzou football with MU football beat writer Kyle Pinnell, who, uh, along with Kenny, has the unfortunate uh, privilege to live, not live, spend time in, in Topeka, Kansas. So oh, I hope I never Culture there. capital of the Midwest, some say. Um, who says that? But we're back. Who I don't know. That? Some people. Who? I don't have names. You have a forum, a tweet? Yep, forum. A forum. Or Reddit. R slash Topeka is the cultural capital of the Midwest. I don't think that's a thing. I don't, I don't think, think Reddit a, has a... a... Anyways, Jersey of the Week. Nolton, you uh, have Oh, it. yeah. Jersey of the Week. Uh, I. It's technically a t-shirt, but it does have a player on it. Uh, NIL is a good thing. I have a Harrison Mevis uh, custom-made uh, t-shirt mm-hmm. that he has. The thicker the, kicker. The thicker kicker. 
Um, he'll he'll still make field goals in the rain. I'm not worried about him from his UK state. Knowlton's shirt also says uh, YM on it for your mother. So that's very classy, Knowlton. Uh-huh. It's HM. Anyways, I think we should spell Peyton some Peyton can't read. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, reading. Your mother. <laughs> it's time for the spelling bee. And, and, and then the, the noise plays like we have a intro. Spelling bee, are you guys off the dock? Yeah. Okay. I am off. Uh, the, the theme this week is the Kansas State football players. Uh, it's going to take me a second to try to pronounce them. C-O-L-N. Uh, <coughs> or I-N. <coughs> Felix Anudike oh, Dash. Boy. I knew this guy was coming. Oh, Uzuma. Uzoma? Yeah. Uzama? Uzama. Okay, Felix. F-E-L-I-X. Easy. Say the name again. Uh, Felix. An- Anudike can you spell it? <laughs> can A-N-U, you spell the word? Can you use it no. in this? Yeah. D-I-K-E. Yep. Uh, what was the last one? Dash. 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 Uzoma. Uzama. Think like CJ. Yeah. U-Z. <laughs> O-M-A-H. What are you laughing at? Uh, I'm reading a, fo- <laughs> a text we just got. I can't read it on air, though. Uh, what, what was the... U Z O M A H. Yep, correct. Uh, Shadrian Blanca. Shadrian? Yeah. Good luck, Knowlton. S H A D R I A N? Nope. Okay. Shadrian Blanca. Shadrian? S H A D E? Nope. Okay. S H A D R Y O N Blanca B L A N K A. Wow. Uh, next what one. Ikao Ikao Boye Do. There's a dash between Boye and Do. <laughs> he's from he's from Lawrence. Looked it up. Ikao Boye Do. Ikao Boye Do. Ikao I K. Nope. Ikao. Yep. Might just be straight E C O W. E C O W. Yeah. E K O W. Oh my god. Boye is B Y or B O Y E dash D O E. Dang man. Yeah. Um, last one, Damien Ilaluyo. <laughs> Damien who? I'm gonna need a better pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a name like like spelled like this, so it's hard to say. But Damien Ilalio. Ilalio. Yeah. Damien, D-A-M-I-E-N. No. Oh, what? <laughs> Say it again. Damien Elalio. Elalio? Yes. I hate this. I... Guy. No. How do you spell Damien? Uh, D-A-M-I-A-N? No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. My bad. I think that's how I <laughs> Let me it. go. Elalio. L- no. O-L. No. Oh. I-L. L- can I try? Damien can I try? I-L. Elalio? Elalio. Elalio. I L L. No. I L A L I O. I L A L I O. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Yeah, we're done. You couldn't even pronounce it. You went. There was a guide to pronounce like the pronunciation stuff, but it was hard. Oh well, looking at Damien Elalio's name, that's not as bad as I thought. Very nice. Moving on, best beat of the week. K State minus seven and a half. I can't believe this isn't double digits. Truly, K State is a lot better. Um, I think I didn't give my score prediction, obviously, but I am going to predict a 27 to 17 K state win. that is your beat of the week. K state minus seven and a half over Mizzou. Dirty bird of the week out of Wainwright Yachty. Uh, they tied the battery mate record with 324. They're going for the record next week. And that's if Yachty, I don't know, makes it that long. <laughs> He's He's alive right now. I know, but he's like very injury prone. That's true. But um, gets gets put on injury list for being tired. They both went four years past their limit to get to this point. So good for those losers. Um, best thing I learned this week, uh, Mizzou is the 144th uh, best colleges in America according to Forbes. That is private (laughs) and public. That is private and public, so it makes it better. Out of how many? One forty-five. They they ranked. They ranked uh, well over 500, I believe is what it was. So okay. We were, we were that's ahead top of, 10%. Then. Yeah, we were ahead of teams like... Um, that's Hui. That's also... Hui. You Nolten, said teams? Nolten, that is teams. not... Nolten, that is not top 10%. I know. <laughs> but 
I mean, it probably is in the grand scheme because they didn't rank every college. But can you can you um, explain this in like a baseball savant circle? <laughs> like, so Mizzou is like 87th percentile of colleges. So like a like a in between a light and a dark red. Yeah, they're a pretty they're a pretty red red. Okay. Like they're a dying cherry red. I have no idea what that um, means. They're like. They're like a Kyle Tucker sprint speed. Oh, so they're good at oh, hitting triples. Right. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so Mizzou was ahead. They were ahead of schools like Oregon, Ohio State. There we go. Uh, TCU, who I've been to their campus, really nice. Um, so yeah, that's because we focus on our academia. Yeah, exactly. Whereas they're all really we, good at we football. We play school here at Mizzou. We play school. We play class. Even though, did you you heard him? He said at first that we were ranked above teams. Yeah. Peyton's mind is sports. Also, uh, Peyton, Kyle Tucker's sprint speed is in the 34th percentile. I would have thought he was faster <laughs> considering he's really good at stealing bases. And, and triples. He hits triples. Um, but anyways, Kenny, what's your best thing you Triple Tucker. Jack misspelled hockey. hopefully this doesn't get us... Oh, whoops. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's not the best thing, but it's something I learned this week. Uh, rest in peace, the queen. Uh, it caught, it was like one of the biggest things on Twitter like It ever. was, yeah. Um, it, it, it like shut it down for it, yeah. yeah, Twitter was breaking... Uh, but she was a fan of the show. Um, was in power for so long. Yeah, like, give, it up, give it up for her. Was it the years, second? Yeah. It's like the second longest serving well, monarch ever, longest, or is it the longest? Mo- at least in <coughs> she, English history. She took over when she was like twenty-five or twenty-six years yeah, old. That's uh, crazy. Those are big moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but rest Money in moves. peace to Queen Elizabeth II. Thank to put you it to, for being to, a friend of the show. I, so, I love corgis. Yeah, they're corgis so small. Look at their legs. Putting it to sports, they like they've canceled like everything. Yeah, in England. They all had like moments of silence. There was soccer and stuff on yesterday, um, and yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Betty White. Rest in uh, peace. I have two. My first one. I was only gonna have one, but then Shams decided to tweet. Uh, we have the framework for the NBA midseason tournament. It's stupid. I don't know why they're doing it, um, but according to Shams, it's set to start as soon as the 2023-24 season, which is that next year. Um, cup games through November, eight teams advance to a single elimination final in December. Other 22 will continue with the regular season games. All of it is part of the normal 82 game schedule apart from one extra final game for the last two. So I think it's like, it starts in November where all the teams, all the games you play in that month count as like the tournament. And then you're the top eight teams and then you play in a, um, they play in, in another tournament or whatever, whereas the other teams keep just playing regular games. I don't know why they're doing this. I think it's stupid. It's yeah. stupid. It doesn't make any sense. It's confusing. There's I, like the playoffs are already far, fun enough. If you're not adding extra games, what is the like? Because you make mi- regular season games matter more, even though they really don't. Because this isn't the. Fu- I don't know. I'm uh, stupid. Adam it's, Silver it's, alert. Yeah. What? It just, this is it? a certified Adam, Adam Silver, Silver moment. It is Adam uh, Silver gamer moment. Um, my other, my other best thing I learned this week is, uh, Northwestern's field hockey team, mm-hmm. uh, will be playing its, uh, pride game today, uh, September 9th at 4 p.m. So if you are around Northwestern campus, uh, it'll be done or it'll start pretty soon. Uh, and it's against, it's against none other than Liberty, the Liberty Flames. Yes. So epic troll job for, for those who, you know. You can understand the irony mm-hmm. with that one. You so. can do your own research. You can, you can just look it up. But it's yeah. pretty. that's a pretty good troll it's, job. Yeah, well done. Uh, ratio of the week. Uh, my first ratio of the week is going to be uh, the ratio of students at the Mizzou game last Thursday to Columbia residents. Columbia residents continue to just not show up to football games. The student section, I think, was as packed as I've ever seen it, so that was pretty good. Uh, but Columbia residents... <laughs> uh, Golly. <laughs> What's the other ratio, Nolton? Am I doing the other ratio? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the Auburn game, I put but it in, in there. football version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, the, that Auburn game made me so sad. Um, my other ratio of the week is Kevin Durant. Um, a, a Twitter account tweeted, um, if MJ was 5'9", he'd be an insurance salesman. And Kevin Durant quote tweeted that, asking, what would you be if you were 6'6"? Six, six? Uh, and he said, I would be 6'6". I would be six, six. What team would you be on? Um, if you have actually had some leverage in the standoff you just had with Joe Sy, uh, and that ratioed Kevin Durant. That is unbelievable. You know how much pull power you have to have to ratio an NBA player? Kevin Durant's tweet. I heard that it's not the first time. Oh, no, it's not. That's what I've heard. Kevin Durant's quote tweet got 22,500 likes. The reply, the I'd be 6'6 reply, got 39,000. Jeez. Yeah. So, 
um, absolutely dominating Kevin Durant on the Twitter sphere. That's that whole saga is so I funny. I that did more I, than I can articulate. Did I tell you guys the t- the tweet I saw where it was like Kevin Durant, tr- uh, Kevin Durant trade me Brooklyn Nets no Kevin Durant I might retire Brooklyn Nets no you won't Kevin Durant. You know, sign a free agent. Brooklyn Nets, no. Kevin Durant, okay, I'm going to hold out. Brooklyn Nets, no, you won't. Kevin Durant, all right, I'll play now. Brooklyn, okay, cool. (laughs) That was like a... They did kind of... That was a long one. They did kind of get him pretty good. I didn't do... I didn't say it all correctly, probably, but... um, Yeah, that'll do it for quick hits. We'll take another quick break when we come back. uh, We'll have a special guest joining us. NFL picks are back. Um, we'll see if me, Peyton, or Kenny can beat the guest again. If Kenny does his antics... I didn't beat the guest last year. Yeah, oh, you're right. I got last. You're right. Um, we'll see. We'll see if all three hosts can beat the guest this year. If Kenny does any of what he did last year, um, well, he will this not, year the but. Texans are going to be better. So, <sighs> all right, we'll be back. Uh, it's three thirty-six Central Standard Time here on KCOU. Back with Unwritten in a few. Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule here on KCOU eighty-eight point one FM. We switched up our. Our third, our third song. Hope everyone loves it. Kenny Van Doren, Peyton Haverman, myself, Jack Knowlton. NFL picks are back and better than ever. And we once again will be returning to having a guest picker um, because Kenny still hasn't beaten the guest ever. So um, we'll see what he can do this year. And our guest for the first round of NFL picks is Cup of Bros, Luke Magnanti. Luke Magnanti, welcome back to the Unwritten Rule. Thank you. It is unwritten bro season here. It is. KCOU 88.1 FM. That name was coined. What place did you guys get in the Kahoot? Fifth? Fifth. Not podium. Nope. Not Luke, podium. Luke uh, had a misclick. It happens. Uh-oh. I can admit I messed up. I now know the capital of Brazil is Brasilia. Yes. Yes, it is. It's not, a, not Rio de Janeiro, like some might think. That's, that is, that's a tough one. It I is. just always think of it because it sounds like the same name as the country itself. So... Yeah. Um, NFL picks, I guess we'll, we'll get right into it. Uh, last year, Peyton won, pulled away at the end. I am the best. I was, I was disappointed in myself. I really wish I could have come back. Kenny was a distant fourth <laughs> to the guest. It's because I choose one team to win all the time, and well, they just hurt my feelings. That's your fault. No, that, is, that is your fault. And your it's fault. called you gotta love. you got to take emotion out it's of it. It's called, called love. love. Well, we'll start. Uh, the hate. We obviously already had a game last night, but we don't do the Thursday games because our show doesn't happen during it. So... Um, first game Sunday we're doing is it's a thriller. Eagles Lions. Luke, kick twenty twenty two picks off with a bang. Who do you have in this in this affair? You know, once I had a dream that I was in Philadelphia and fell asleep at a Phillies game. So I'm gonna take the Eagles here. Eagles for That's Luke. It. Peyton? That's all he had. I'm gonna take the Eagles. He's uh, the Eagle. While I don't uh necessarily quite buy into Jalen Hurts just yet. I do think the rest of that team is pretty good. Um, and, sure, the Lions have an emotional head coach who's pretty uh, fired up. Can Campbell. Yeah, Can Campbell, as we like to say, uh, with for coaches that have names that rhymes with can. Uh, but it's not quite their time. Um, yeah, the Lions are not going to win this game. <laughs> uh, the... Eagles do have the best quarterback in the con- er, in the NFL. Correct. But he doesn't play quarterback. What position does he play, Peyton? Greg Ward Jr. plays wide receiver. He caught a pass in our Madden game the other he day. He did. He did. So. Greg Ward. What, what team did he play quarterback for? UH. The Houston Cougars uh, back when they why. were really, really good. There it is. Um, I'm also picking the Eagles here. I don't think Ken Campbell has enough to get done. I love Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown with Jalen Hurts this year, by the way. Um, 49ers, Bears, Peyton's team up already. Luke, who you got? You know, I have a jersey Your boy. Of, a, uh, yeah. of the best quarterback on the 49ers roster. I am taking the San Francisco 49ers. All right, Peyton, your thoughts? I'm going to just take the 49ers. I'm, I'll have more to say about this next week, I'm sure. <laughs> what are y'all doing? That's it? This is free money. Give me the Bears all day. Oh, my God. Texans whooped the 49ers this? in the preseason. They don't have a quarterback. 49ers suck. Give me the Bears. Go Bears. Bear down. Uno. Deuce. Trey Lance Bears. is bad. Uh, the Bears are worse. Give me the 49ers. Next, Steelers-Bengals. AFC North matchup. Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. They have Joe Cool. But the Steelers have Magic Mitch. Mitch Trubisky. You know, I'm a big Mitchell Trubisky truther. 
However, I have been to Cincinnati. I've been to Mizzou, been to Kings Island. Gonna have to go with Bengals here. Luke, go on the Bengals. Um, Mitch Trubisky beating the defending AFC champions would about kill me. I think I would probably not be on the show next week. Uh, so for my own sake, I'm going to pick the Bengals. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is a new man. Uh, he got married uh, this off season. Uh, we forgot to mention that on a show one time. He uh, he proposed. I think he might have a child on the way too. So he's a new man. Once he has that child, he's going to be Mitch. a father. And when he's a father, he's going to ball. He's going to go off, and he's going to wake up the world this week and down the AFC champions. Go Steelers. The dad strength. The dad strength's real. Look at uh, um, Alex Bregman. Or Alex Bregman, or uh, what's his face for the Celtics for like two games? Derek White. Oh, yeah. oh. dad strength, uh-huh. Derek. Daddy White. Um, that being said, I'm also going with the Bengals because the Steelers are bad. Uh, Patriots, Dolphins. Luke, your Patriots. You know, are as, you taking them? As a New England Patriots fan, I will be taking the Miami Dolphins. We're playing in Miami, and we're not that good. This is a weird case of. Two teams that had off-seasons that kind of have them pointing in opposite directions. Matt Patricia and Dan Campbell. Or Dan Campbell, sorry. Dan Joe Campbell. Judge. Joe Judge, yeah. the Another failed coach. Um, he, they're, they're taking over uh, the reins for offensive play calling. A failed defensive coach and a failed special teams co- coordinator. And it sure has not looked pretty this preseason. Uh, meanwhile, the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, I think he's really bright. I think he's smart. Even if Tua's deep ball still stinks, he'll find a way to get the ball uh, in his playmaker's hands. Give me the Dolphins here. And the New England doesn't win in Miami. Um, yeah, they don't win in Miami, but that's like uh, like week 17 in the old days when we used to play 16 games a season. They I was feel so long the ago. The 90s were great, man. I know they lost last year at the start, of, year, year. At the start of this year. Yeah, but this is a t- new team. There's no Cam Newton. It's Mac Jones time. Mac Jones, the little brother to Davis Mills, is going to whoop the Dolphins. They're going to open the season with a win here. Mac Jones gets this one. Cam Newton wasn't the starter last year. I've got my years mixed up. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going Mac, Tom Brady's son. Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins, too. I actually am pretty high on the Dolphins. I think they... They'll win a fair few games. I like Tyreek a lot. I'll tell you what, Kenny. If you're right this week, you're going to have a sizable Yeah, lead. this is I, Kenny's the only one I, I differentiating so I actually am so doing Kenny a favor. I'm picking – I know what all of his picks are. I'm just in his head like that. I think – yeah, I went opposite on all of them. I might as well just go for the Lions. No, you picked the Eagles. You picked the Eagles. Yeah. Um, next, Browns-Panthers. This might get a little divisive. Browns-Panthers. If you say hey, Browns, you're wrong. Hey, Peyton, Peyton, you're, you, you, you've been in North Carolina before. What's it like there? I love North Carolina. The weather is temperate. You're uh, not from there. The beaches are great. What's your favorite? The mountains um, are awesome. What's your favorite research triangle school? My Lake favorite Forest. research triangle school is the NC State Wolfpack. It's not a research triangle um, school. They are the Raleigh portion of the research triangle. For that reason, I'm going to pick the Panthers. Baker Mayfield's going to get revenge. The Browns are going to pay for trading for Deshaun. You know, I'm going to take my good friend's word. They are literally paying uh, for it right now. I'm going to take my good friend's word. I hear North Carolina, great place, Wake Forest, great school, best school in the research triangle. Give me the Panthers. Um, yeah, this is this is easy, very easy. If you take the Browns, you're wrong. Uh, he's, I think uh, this whole week he's been waking up feeling a little dangerous. Feeling a little dangerous, Baker Mayfield is. He's going to go out there. He's going to put the swagger on his back. He's going to be like that guy from that one uh, interview where he's like, I, I got my swagger back. And oh, he's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's going to be Baker Mayfield this week. Go Panthers. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I'm, go- I'm going with the Panthers as well. I don't like the Browns. I won't be picking them very much. Oh, here we go. Colts, Texans. We'll get to Kenny last. I'll do my pick. I'll do my pick before Kenny, just to so give me a chance. I, I have played in Houston for a volleyball tournament, actually, and their convention center looks like a boat. <laughs> and Jonathan Taylor is the iceberg that will sink oh, the Houston Titanic. Nice. Give me the Colts. Oh, what a oh. great analogy. Um, I think this game will be relatively close, actually. Um, Tampa 2 defense is back in the NFL, baby. Lovey Smith. Um, that being said, I'm going to take the Colts here. 
Um, I don't think Matt Ryan will look good at all, but I do think Jonathan Taylor will be able to pull away. The Texans have never lost a home opener under... I, I thought we were doing Nolan's pick. Yeah. Oh, so you oh yeah, yeah. Um, You're too excited. No, yeah, You're, you excited. Got you're going Colts, Peyton? Yeah, I went Colts. Uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor is the best player in football. He went number one in all my fantasy leagues for the reason. He's Go a great Purdue bowl, boilermaker. Kenneth! Go ahead. The Texans Shush, have never Peyton. lost a home opener with Lovey Smith at the helm. They've never lost a game with Lovey Smith at the helm. They've never lost a game with Davis Mills as the season opener. They've never lost a game with Damian Pierce in the backfield. The Texans are going to blow out They've the Colts. They've never won either. That doesn't matter. It's, not, it's about not Undefeated. losing. It's about not losing. And this week, the Texans are going to start off the season 1-0 and put Matty Cold in a coffin because he sucks and he lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, well, that was insane. <laughs> Kenny's going to the Texans. Luke, Falcons, Saints, go. Uh, Peyton and I have recently been doing a Madden uh, franchise with the Falcons. I like Marcus Mariota. Give me Atlanta. Fly, Falcons, fly. Uh, I will uh. say I do love uh, my good head coach. Uh, something came in the mail today. Uh, however, <laughs> I do not find a Marcus Mariota-led team to be very imposing. I will be taking post-LASIK Jameis Saints. And I think they're going to surprise some people this year. The Saints? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the Saints are competing for – they're going to be They're going to the be good playoffs. in that division. Yeah. 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 I, I thought, that's why I thought this one was pretty easy. I'm taking the Saints. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, I th- the Falcons I think you are said it well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I feel like the Falcons are just going to tank. Comeback player of the year. Marcus Mariota is a quarterback. Like, what team is going to win a game with him and help? Right. You know, at the helm. At the helm. That's the second um, time I said that. Comeback player of the year, 2022. Slant boy, Michael Thomas. Go Saints. <laughs> Um, Ravens Jets. You know I've been I've been to New York, and it's a uh, it's a second rate Los Angeles. Honestly, give Ooh. me give me Baltimore. Um, revenge Faster. games are only real when they happen to the Bears. Joe Flacco will not be out playing Lamar Jackson. Uh, give me the Ravens. Um, if we want to go back to this one, the Texans just released Royce Freeman. So if you guys want to make another decision, <laughs> just knowing that Damian Pierce is definitely going to get Oh, yeah, the carries. Bears released Mike Pinnell. Oh, um, shoot, I might go back on that so, one. Yeah, they, he no. did. Our rebuild hero. So if anyone wants to change their pick on that one. Uh, I, I also don't understand why you guys aren't taking Joe Flacco here. Uh, this is a big revenge game. First time playing the Ravens. I wish this game was in Baltimore. It would be a huge game for him. He's elite. I'm taking the Jets. He's not elite. Yeah, Joe Flacco is going to down the Ravens this week. Um, Tyler Beatty will get elevated to the practice squad before game time. We'll elevated score. to the practice Sorry, squad? Sorry, elevated to the actual <laughs> team. Ugh, never mind. Go Ravens. Go Ravens. Move on. Jaguars and Commanders. I've been to Washington, D.C. They got some monuments. This win's going to be monumental for the Commander <laughs> season. Go, Commanders! They don't play in Washington, D.C., by the way. Yeah, they play in Landover. You think after last year what, what Carson Wentz did in Jacksonville that this dude isn't seeing ghosts when he's looking at that Jaguars defense? That was a different quarterback. Ladies and gentlemen, I am picking the Jacksonville Jaguars to start 1-0 in the 2022 NFL season. Alex Bregman took the Commanders to win it all. I'm taking the Commanders to win them all. Win Alex all. Bregman did not. Did he yeah, really? he did. He picked him as a Super Bowl favorite. Wow. Um, I kind of like Peyton's, uh, Peyton's take on the, but I don't know if it's a Carson Wentz thing as much as it's a Colts thing. No, it's a, <laughs> Carson Wentz is a fraud, dude. I'm telling I mean, he, he almost won an MVP. He almost won an MVP half a decade ago. You know what? I'm gonna get. I, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Go Jaguars. I'm telling you, this this Washington team's not gonna be good. I'm with it until Chase Young is back. I'll pick against Washington. Uh, Packers Vikings. Luke, go. There's a lot of UCLA players in this game, uh, <laughs> but one team cut Anthony Barr, who created my favorite college football moment. Give me the Packers. Yeah, give me the Packers. Uh, I don't care who's at receiver when Aaron Rodgers is at quarterback. It won't matter. He'll make it work. Hey, hey, Kenny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know why we're picking this one. It's the Packers. Like, I, I don't see the Vikings winning more than four games this year. But really? Kirk Cousins. Kirk. Okay. Oh, that's... my God. I forgot about Kirk Cousins. What do you mean you forgot about him? I forgot about him. <laughs> Who did you think bit. was at quarterback? I might take the Vikings here. It's Kirk Timber. <laughs> oh, oh, my no. God. And it, it is, is Kirk Timber. Timber. Next, it's Kirk Timber. Next it's Kirk month Timber. is Kirk Tober. And What's then it's after? Kirk Vember. What's after Kirk May? I don't know. 
But uh, Knowlton. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings here. Oh, it's Kirk Timber. It's Kirk Timber. Uh, uh, who did you think oh, was that quarterback? Um, Kellen Mond. Because I, <laughs> that's what I thought actually. Um, no, but the Viking or the Packers lost their Week One game last year. So what? To the Saints. That was not the same team. It's the same Packers team. Oh, same Lord, uniforms. Give me the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to win way more than four games this year. They, they will, but they will. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Packers. It's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Giants Titans. Well established, New York second rate LA. Give me the Titans. Yeah, we gotta go fast now. Speed it up. Go Peyton. Yeah, the Titans. <laughs> Easy. Um. Yeah, I'm taking the Titans as well. Duh. Oilers for Kenny, and I will also go the. Titans. Never mind. Give me the no. Going Giants. Saquon. <laughs> you don't you don't get that win. I'm taking the Giants. <laughs> Uh, Raiders, Chargers. Uh, I used to get San Diego Chargers home uh, broadcast as a child. Give me the Chargers. I just hit my funny bone. My <laughs> arm is tingly. Peyton's breaking but, everything. He was wearing an eye patch ah, earlier, too. Oh, give me the Chiefs. I don't. No, the no, Chiefs. No, no, no. Oh, wait. Oh, I, you scrolled too far. Sorry. Give me the. Yeah, give me the Chargers here. I do think the Raiders will be very good, though. Can I go? Yeah, definitely. I feel like this could be a close game. Uh, it's, there might be more Raiders fans there than Chargers fans, but I'm taking the Chargers. Justin Herbert's not on my fantasy team anymore, so go Raiders. Uh, Chiefs, Cardinals. I got family in KC. I got to go with them here. I live in Kansas City, uh, which makes me want to pick the Cardinals, but, um, yeah, it's KC, man. Chiefs. Uh, I will also be going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Kyler Murray uh, doesn't study. Bucks, Cowboys. Uh, I you know I've been to Dallas, Fort Worth area multiple times. Been to Six Flags over Texas, right next to the stadium. Give me the Cowboys. I've also been to that Dallas, Fort Worth area a lot of times. I've got family there. I went there for the Mizzou bowl game. TCU is a very nice campus, but um, the Cowboys don't play at uh, Amon G. Carter Stadium. So give me, give me the Bucks. Give me Tampa. I don't care um, who he's divorcing from. Yeah, I was about to say that he's having some some love issues wow. back at the, back at home. Uh, Giselle is not very happy about him. Um, if they do get divorced, uh, I put money on Taylor Swift to be his next wife. Uh, but I'm taking the bucks here. Uh, I'm also gonna go for Tampa Tom. He's just he's he's married to the game. That's that's all. That's all it is. That's real. Uh, last thing: Broncos, Seahawks, Monday Night Football. Go fast, fast. I'm going to Denver in two weeks. Give me the Broncos. Yeah, it's this is. This I is have just... been to Denver. It's cool. Uh, give me the Broncos. There's oh no God. way. There's no way he. Yeah, there we go, Jack. There's no yeah. way. There's no way this Wisconsin quarterback, failed baseball player, is going to roll this into. What quarterback? He went Wisconsin. to NC State. I'm not. This failed this. baseball player is going to roll into his old stadium and thinks he's going to win. The 12th man is going to be on their feet. They're going to give it to him. Drew Locke is going to come in the second half and win this game for the Seahawks. Denver is going to start the season 0 1. Yeah, Kenny absolutely knows ball. Seattle! getting the win at home um well done luke we'll see if you uh start your picks off well that's gonna do it for us for unwritten this week hope everyone has a fun and safe weekend bye